It's June 1st. Welcome to Howard's on Main with the Lakeland Sports Guys. I'm Tom Carroll, Chris Cox. We've got the coach, Stan Spivey, in the house, and his job has been taken. He, he didn't act fast enough. We tried, tried so hard to get Sparky to hire him as the next soccer coach over at Greenwood High. But we'll tell you who the new guy is. Also joining us, we'll have from the Coach's Chair podcast, none other than Jim Steele will be joining us. We'll be talking Clemson, uh, Carolina, Coastal, also a little bit of North Greenville, four colleges all in the College World Series, one of them in the Division II College World Series. Jim, you remember our, our podcast, and I told you it would be a cold day before we would get to three teams, and now we're talking four. <laughs> so happened. it's pretty hot out there, really. It's not cold. I was wrong, man. But, but like, what does that say about baseball here in the state of South Carolina? When you really look at it, because you do the Greenwood stuff side of it, and you probably look at where these kids are coming from. Look at where these kids are coming from, and they're coming from everywhere in the upstate, Midlands, and the low country. These are high school players from all over that are doing this. It ain't like we're going way out to Mississippi. And, and, they, and they're staying in state. They are. It. That's what That's what is amazing about this. They're getting these in-state kids, even North Greenville. They did, I mean, he just caught they – they call it and begging him to play. So, yeah. I mean, it, I just that's, that's what's amazing to me about this whole deal. There is four teams. So Yeah, a lot of talent in the state of South Carolina. And what's amazing is South Carolina gets three in the in Division One. Uh the great state of Texas gets shut out. Yeah. They're, Ooh, they're not even hosting. And only two other states have more than one, and that's Florida and Alabama. And the talent pool, to your point, the talent pool is very deep in South Carolina and we just crowned a lot of state champions in baseball in, in every classification. So you're right. These these young men are staying at home and playing in state, and we've got some good programs that will keep them home in South Carolina, Clemson, and Coastal. And North Greenville. And North Greenville. <laughs> and who, who knows who, who's going to be next? I mean, you know. College of Charleston has a good program. Citadel, you know, has, had, has made their trips to Omaha. College of Charleston has made its trip. I mean, there's we, – we've got four trophies in the state right now. And we could very well make that five this year, maybe even six. What if we get all? I mean, that's what I was. That's my next question. You hit it. So well, North Greenville, you know, <laughs> probably is going to come out that, the winner. Well, they're two. defending national yeah. champions. So. so you know that. But wh- what would it be like if you had Coastal, Carolina, and Clemson all in the final it, eight? It won't happen because uh, the the way the brackets are drawn up. Kudos to the committee because I, I really thought that they they would pair one of those three teams in, in a regional site together, but they didn't. They let them stand alone, and, and each team is going to host their own region, and it's, it's created, created a lot of excitement in the state. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to talk more about all this. First off, though, we got to talk about what's happening here and around the Lakelands. And, Chris, you know that uh, we always take a look on Thursdays, the head coaching jobs, still seven of them uh, unaccounted for as of right now that are out there. And, of course, we're walking uh, pretty much at, at what our interest is, is Dixie High School. Who is right. going to replace Coach Vic um, that is out there? Stan, you, you've got the inside scoop I on have, all this. I, that is the most tight-lipped thing I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they've – They've hired them a baseball coach. They got them a soccer coach, and both of those came from within. So, you know, are they looking at somebody within, or do they have somebody that they're looking at, maybe an alumni? That seems to be the growing trend now. If you lose a coach, if you can get an alumni to come back, and we've already seen it at uh, Greenwood Christian. Mm -hmm. 
brought back an alumni. You've seen it at Greenwood High, brought back an alum. So it's kind of being a <clears throat> getting to be one of those little things there that uh, we may have to look and see who's out there in the coaching ranks. <laughs> it could last a while, but like you might McCormick, I mean, they, they hired a coach before I realized other one had stepped down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Leroy Corrier gets that, gets that job. Yeah. Uh, hired within as well. He was the defensive coordinator. So yeah. we'll see. But uh, yeah, the other one that poses a little interest here in the Lakelands, more of a well, is Ridge Springs Manetta more CSRA or Midland? Yeah, I would say CSRA. They CSRA. Yeah. Now, their their coaching search has been going on since uh, beginning of March um, when Brad Smith that, ended up moving on. And that's a program with some tradition behind oh, yeah. it and a, a powerful school and and the one they groupings, but uh, I would think that would be a good place to be going into. All right, so those are the big ones that are there. Andrew Jackson, another one that still does not have a coach as of yet. Uh, East Clarendon, and uh, still you also have Lakewood, which is down there in the Sumter area, and uh, Macby, who was one of the latecomers um, with their coach, John Klein, moving on uh, at the end of last month. But for the most part, you know, that's it. Those are the seven. And what I tell you every Thursday – Wait on Monday because you're going to have one more. <laughs> you, you wait till five minutes after this podcast is done. <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah. you words, well, you won't even get home yet. There'll be another coach. <laughs> I, I'm not in the Lakeland, but because it has happened in the Lakeland. Well, that Andrew Jackson job, you could get somebody coming out of one of those Rock Hill schools and jump Probably down there. Right. And, you know, the East Clarington, and that's going to be a tough one, I would think. Estelle, uh, you know, just – Geographically, the the region and who would want to go there, unless that's you were tough. from that's that area. Yeah. That's where it's from. From that area. That's what's going to be the kid, yeah. the kicker with those. I mean, Estel. I'm not leaving Greenwood, Troy, McCormick to go to Estel. I can tell you that. Um, <laughs> East Clarendon, same thing. I mean, it's. Yeah. Uh, mm. All right. So those are the coaching jobs that are open uh, as of right now. Coaching jobs at Fields, you know more about this than I do, Stan. Dixie Baseball, they hire Ryan Sutton as their yep. next head coach. He's a former player at Erskine, also played a little bit at Campbell, comes down from the North States uh, to play a little baseball here in the South, and uh, he's going to be a good one. I mean, he was really good when he was at Erskine. Well, and he's been, he's been on staff at Dixie for a couple of years now, uh, both as a an assistant, and then as a, I think a student assistant or something like that. I don't forgot words, but uh, so he knows the program, he knows the area, he knows the school. So, and that school has always had a a pretty good tradition of putting out some quality baseball. Baseball's been solid over there. I, I like the fact that he's from. He's a camel man. Come on, they, Jim and I were just talking about how good the pitch it is in this tournament with Cam, with Camel playing. I mean that's. Good, that's a good hire for them. Yeah. I mean, they didn't yeah. have to look for. Good job. And then Dixie's other big hire um, was former athletic director and now former soccer coach and Brian Gamble stepping down. 26 years, 29 if you count the three he had as an assistant while he was there. Uh, and he hires uh, his own successor for the most part as Ryan DeLion uh, will be making his trip to the coaching. And there's the another time. Erskine grad. Yeah. So he knows the area, uh, knows the school. And and here again, Dixie in that one A, their their soccer they've they've gone to the big games and might not have won them, but they've been to the big games. The one thing I've learned about Dixie, because I <coughs> I mean I, I'm an Eagle, I went to Greenwood, I just we never really thought about it, and I'm dealing with McCormick because I live so close. 
Dixie is a hotbed for talent when it comes to sports, and I don't just mean the girls' side of it. They've always been pretty successful in most sports. Uh, you know, they're starting to build a little something in football, but this may be the trend that we're going to start seeing, Tom, where you have the coach that steps down, picks his own successor. Is, is Gamble the athletic director? He was uh, a long uh, time ago. He was. Uh, I'm trying to. That would make it easy on a Sparky. I mean, that was back when we were still doing yeah, yeah, it was a long time ago. So I just wondered if that was the fact that that – because that could be what you see is like I've been here so long, time to enjoy my family, and I, I want to leave this program in the best hands. And, <laughs> yep. hey, come here, man. Jim's still uh, your new coach, buddy. So, Tom Gary, as soon as I get up retired, this is my Brian did say that he was going to stay on and teach. Right. He wasn't going to just – Walk out. He was going. Now he's got the years in to retire. He could retire if he wanted to. He's just giving up the soccer so he could spend more time with his family. And is that a job Miss Beverly would like to substitute? Uh, well, she's doing enough subbing over there as it is. Uh, uh, she always loves it when I bring her. Up. Well, <laughs> try well, to get her some uh, extra work. You know, it's it's when when you leave a template for something and and the people that take over for you after you retire. Uh, they can't figure out the template. So, you, oh, well, can you come sub today? Oh, well, can you do this program and that program for her? Oh, they, we got to have them ready by tomorrow. I yeah. actually have a template for her. You don't answer the phone when they call. <laughs> <laughs> I know she likes that, that, that extra. Right. Uh, she likes to get away from peanuts, too, probably. Right. So. Uh, speaking of which, Dan's going to be taking a lot of peanuts out uh, and about to the soccer fields this coming uh, next spring, as a matter of fact. And one of those is going to be at Greenwood Highs. They've got a new uh, soccer coach as well. It would have been neat. He could have delivered his own did. peanuts, coached his own team. <laughs> oh, we could no. we could have had yeah, it. Jim we and go. I, we, we, yeah, we, but I wouldn't have been able to do the podcast with you guys. Oh, yeah, we could. Take it oh. out there. Uh, 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 y'all, y'all would be like Jim. Y'all would be mm-hmm. come to my office. No, no, no. Uh, we had, I'll come was, on up no, here no. to Howard's. You heard the podcast. Parky <laughs> He was on, and I even said, there's the coach right there. And Jim said, hey, that's an easy hire, coach. He was talking to Sparky when he said the coach, but it, it wasn't an easy hire. And I wanted to see, you know, <laughs> that would put us at the Taj. I would have had a, a room closet, the broom closet, got a place to live up there. Well, Stan came in a close second. Uh, yeah. Coach Warner Turner, Warren Turner is going to be the new soccer coach at Greenwood High School. Another one from up there around the Erskine-Dixie area. Yeah. It's going to be coming in. And he, uh, what, he was at Greenville back in the early 2000s and then uh, was an assistant coach with Presbyterian as well and then a head coach at Erskine for, gosh, maybe, what, 15 years? He played at PZ? Is that where he played at? He played at Prez, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he was there. Well, he's got, you know, the talents there. and, And here again, this is Sparky doing Sparky getting the right person in the right job at the right time. And we've seen it with every coach that he has hired. And the programs are going to be in good hands. Yeah, Jim, when he announced it to us, he didn't look real stressed out, did he? Parker's ready to go. He, <laughs> he might already had this number in his hand. And well, he's got he's that well Rolodex, prepared. you know. <laughs> I'm just waiting on the tennis coach to give it up again, and then Jim Steele's going to step right into that. Position. <laughs> coach I've been my there time with tennis. <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of fun, but Coach Green's doing an outstanding job. He is. He is. So we'll see. Um, so that's pretty much what's going on in around the Lakelands outside of the fact that we have Legion Baseball that has started up. The uh, juniors met at uh, Emerald last night. I did not have the score as of yet, but I heard they were 
it was packed is what I heard. Tons of folks that came out for those two games uh, as well. And then the uh, seniors, they're going to be playing Friday or Monday night. Monday night. 7 o'clock right. over at Legion Field. You're, you're the PA Stadium. guy. I'll be on the PA. And, yeah. and the girls' soft, softball starts, too. Yeah. Starts this week, I believe. Does it not? It's tonight, I think. I think you're right. I think it starts uh, the baseball banquet's tonight, so yeah. I, I really I, yeah, I, I don't know. But I do know Emerald defeated uh, 96 in the Junior Legion junior league. game last night. So you're going to see some great baseball all the way around. Fortunately, we're not going to have Landon to watch, but they've got some other great players <laughs> from uh, from Greenwood that are going to be taking part. we got some from um, uh, Clinton that are coming over. The pitcher, Hamby, is coming yep. over from Lawrence. So yep. that's going to be huge for them. And then we got some guys from uh, Saluda that are going to be coming up. And we've got a homeschooler that's going to be added to that mix. How about the post that you got this morning from Coach Baker? And he says, listen, I'd have played post for him if I'd had this back whenever Jerome was there. But anyway, um, how, don't you love Coach Baker and the fact that he's like, hey, summertime, guys. He said, we worked your butts off. Y'all do you. Yeah. But if that right. means you want to play travel, you want to play post, yeah. come on, let's do it. But. Y'all be y'all. You want to go to the beach? That wasn't even an option back in my day because <laughs> first week at Myrtle Beach was out if you played baseball, if you wanted to play Legion. You, yeah. didn't, have your, you didn't have that cake mm-hmm. and eat it too. And, I mean, that's just how times have changed. And I, I, I love that. I mean, every time Coach Baker just – he's always just doing it the right way. And, I, you know. Well, here's one thing I want and to get off the subject but stay on the subject. <laughs> this is one thing that I hope that Greenwood County will do. They'll get with post-20. Because as all y'all know, as soon as these spring sports are over with at the Civic Center, everything's being demolished. All the fields, everything. They're going to redo the whole thing. Okay, post-20, you need a softball field for the girls. I mean, they're two-time state champions and can make that three this year. Uh, Put in another ballpark so that the juniors can play out there too. Don't regulate them to – playing at Greenwood High, nothing against Greenwood High Fields or Emerald Fields or anywhere else. Give these guys, this is post-20 baseball. This is not Greenwood High baseball. It's not Greenwood High softball. It's not Emerald. You know, <clears throat> give them their own place to play. And if you're going to use my sales tax money, that's what I want. <laughs> I want a softball field. So now we'll play, I just I want, want some pickleball there. courts. There you go. I mean – Go well, they do have those hey, out there. Hey, a, cu- a couple more years, you can go right on out there to Wesley Commons. They got plenty. Come on now. Pickleball is the fastest growing. Have not they decided? Not down a rabbit hole, but oh, it no. is the fastest. It is. I will admit, I'm playing. It's great. <laughs> have they decided great what's sport. going at Wilbanks Park yet? Have they designated anything like the softball, tennis courts, or anything? Have they? I, I, all I know I is everything's being raised, and they're going to start all over. Yeah, the plan's been been made out there. Um, I think there's some. I think the index had a, a map of everything. Yeah. And how it was going to lay well, out. where you were talking about softball field, it would make sense now they, they've moved the um, humane – I mean, not humane. Yeah, humane side. Since they moved it, put it – There's at, more room. At an oh, angle, maybe. Well, you, look at, be, you look at the parking lot right there behind Legion Field. I mean, where the dirt track used to be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can still have parking there. You could put the softball field on the other side. Because it works you know, at Dolan, halfway that? up, up more toward the highway, maybe. But at least you got both post-20 teams out there. And if I wanted to go see a post-20 girls game at 6 o'clock softball, walk right across the parking lot, walk right in and watch a baseball game, I should be able to do it. 
I shouldn't have to drive all the way across town to do it. You got a donate and do it. Well, we, we encourage you to get out and support. Of course, you yeah. can uh, find them on Facebook and Twitter at American Legion uh, Baseball uh, and Softball. Um, and please get out and support Support them. those they, girls and guys. These kids, and they need it. And uh, yep. by the way, everything it pretty much is paid for for those folks as yep. well. All their travel, they travel awesome. together. Uh, they don't take their own vehicles other than mom and dad have to take theirs to get up there. But the team travels as a team, and which you can is get, cool. You can get a season ticket dirt cheap. Get a season not, ticket. Yeah. Just like five Even bucks if you don't go to but one bucks. game, you'll pay for the ticket. And yeah. you, you can give them to friends or go to helping. another game. You'll have a good time, I promise you. All right, uh, we're at Howard's on Main in Uptown Greenwood. Today's special, the twice-baked potato with a ribeye steak sandwich. Uh, Jim had that today, and uh, he will thumbs up and give you the A-OK that it was pretty good. hearing about it. It was good. If he goes to sleep, we know why. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you why you're going to sleep good tonight. Cause I, isn't Sheely's Barbecue doing the banquet tonight, Jim? They are. Yeah, they, they're oh, coming no, in to cater our banquet tonight. Willie. Don't let Willie know it. No, Willie knew about it because I asked Willie, I said, is it something you want to partake in? Because Allie Godwin had put it out there. Anybody wants to partake yeah. and honor could our have, great players. Well, he could have bought a ticket. So. He could have bought a ticket. He yeah. could have. That's what, that's what I said. When I saw Sheely's, I saw that's Willie all day long. But. All right. Well, I got something I just want to get off my chest as far as this transgender thing. I'm, not, I'm just going to oh, briefly no. go through with this. Um, Nevada Democrats pushed through a, a law um, that has gone and now it's hopefully going to go to the governor who is a Republican that uh, and it'll die there we hope but um, they're going to find school boards up to $5,000 a day if the school board adopts policies that restrict facilities and activities based on gender identity uh, and expression that is there so basically what they're saying is uh, they're going to find uh, be fined if they prevent boys from using girls restrooms and so on and so forth and playing with girls uh nevada um their governor as i said uh hopefully it'll die when it gets to that we'll just have to see what happens on the other hand alabama has kind of embraced uh the other side of this and they've already banned boys from playing girls team sports uh kindergarten through 12 at the public school level they've also decided uh, to take that a step further and they banned it from playing in women's college sports as well so, uh, you know, it's, it's going two different ways here is, is kind of how you've got it. Either women's sports can exist uh, or transgender activists can be allowed to end women's sports, basically is how you're going to end up looking at that. That's how this or is all going. Or you just have a whole different league and say, any of you transgenders want to play, you go over here and play. Girls, y'all over here. Boys, you over here. Yep. So you know where we stand. We're, we have been very open with it, but uh, that's the yep. latest that is going on uh, with all that. I gave you a part, Bo. If you had it, Brittany Griner, you, 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 you wanted to play in the NBA. You couldn't play there, so you, you're in the WNBA now. So keep doing what you're doing and <laughs> raising, raising your rights up up there. But we all know where you, what you really are. So. All right. Well, we got a lot to talk about in the college level. First and foremost, we'll talk football first, and then we'll get into the baseball guys because I know we're going to spend a lot of time on the baseball side of it. But Clemson found out, as did Carolina, um, their first three games of the season, uh, what times and where they're going to be playing for the Tigers. Uh, September 4th, that's a Monday, uh, Labor Day. They'll take on the Duke Blue Devils. 8 o'clock, that game will be on ABC. And then uh, the ACC Network will carry their next two games, September 9th and September 16th, uh, 2.15 on the 9th versus Charleston Southern, the first time that those two teams will be uh, meeting. And then Florida Atlantic on the 16th at 8 o'clock. So two night games here in the first uh, quarter pretty much of the season already. So Dabo's going to be extremely happy. You're gonna, the Clemson fans are going to hate it. How are they? Well, 
<laughs> I don't know. I, eight o'clock o'clock game. I don't know, Stan. They're um they're doing light shows up in Clemson too, so <laughs> I think they'll like the eight o'clock game against Florida Atlantic. Should be fun. I'm gonna tell you what you're gonna like about Florida Atlantic, the the road game that you do get to take, hopefully next year they'll do they did a home. No, they'll they'll be at Clemson. Because I say cool again. please. It'll be it'll That's be cool at Clemson campus. again. Florida Atlantic don't have the money to pay. They got the money in that. Isn't that the one in Boca? Which one's in Boca? Atlantic or International? Florida International? Oh, gosh. It's Atlantic, I I I think. Which one was in the basketball tournament? Florida Atlantic. Florida Atlantic was in the basketball tournament. That's the one from Boca. So they got the money. They they got the money. All right. And then uh, for South Carolina, they found out that their home opener, um, or should say the opener in uh, uh, Charlotte, is going to be at 7.30 on the 2nd. That'll be on ABC. That'll be against North Carolina, of course. And then their home opener, September 9th, against Furman. That'll kick off at 7.30. It'll be on the SEC Network Plus. So you can look forward to finding that. I don't know where Plus is. I haven't been able to find it yet. And then September 16th at Georgia. We've heard this uh, better part of a month now or at least a couple of weeks. 3.30 on CBS. So you got a uh, highlighted game right there to kick it off in game number three. Let me hit that one real quick. Port shot, rest of you boys. Lakeland Sports guys will be there in that parking lot. Have them Boston butts ready. <laughs> and, and we're going to be ready to talk some football and some trash because I'm going to Athens for the purpose. And like I said, I hope Beamer is too. But that's going to be a fun time. I appreciate the invite by them guys. This is the Athens Touchdown Club, by the way. Uh, and I, we, I hadn't talked to y'all about it, but I'm, I'm going in this shirt. If y'all want to go with me, you're welcome to go. Plenty of noise to be talked in Athens stands, Bobby. Well, I've been there before, and I said I'd never go back in that stadium again. But well, I might not go in I, now. You know, my I don't mind going to Athens, but I just. But you know um, he'll find the, the local hangout, and he'll yeah. live in there with the locals, and he'll be yeah. getting them all riled up. So the only That's thing is, at one of the hottest ball games I ever attended in all my years was a 3.30 Georgia ball game in Columbia. And, I mean, they wasn't a, a dry seat in the house because everybody was – I mean, it must have been 110 in the shade. Mm. <clears throat> all right, uh, let's talk baseball, guys, as Division One baseball gets underway as far as the regionals go coming up. Uh, matter of fact, starting tomorrow for most of them. And uh, I, guys, just looking at what the committee did, I, I went through here and just tried to see who had the easiest path. There isn't an easy path for anybody. No. And probably the hardest path of, for anybody is going to be Wake Forest um, to go through because they'll have to go through uh, Alabama, maybe Boston College again, and then you got Miami waiting for you down there. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's just uh, their, their path is going to be tough. Stanford, you can't you got to put in the mix as well. But, you know, they probably got the hardest path that is there. But overall, that's just barely. Yeah. Because well, this two, is so even all the way through. They got two teams in that one – Regional coming up this weekend in Maryland, and uh, Northeastern is 44-14. and 14. Yeah. That's a pretty solid record right there with the pitching that they have. Um, so, yeah, they do have the hardest with that aspect of it there. matter of fact, I'll give you my spoiler. I'm going to go ahead and take Northeastern to come out of that region. Out of well, what I, region? This is, oh, Wake Forest. Wake Forest. Oh, yeah. Now, the, the and, one I, thing, and I like y'all. Or I like Wake this year in baseball. The, the one thing about this whole bracket, and I was kind of like you, Tom, I looked at it. And, but if I'm one of these Texas teams, Arizona, Southern Cal, you know, the Cal State Fullerton, the, some of these guys that they got 39 wins. Right. But their RPI was like 85, and they're fussing because a team that had an RPI of 30 with 
24 wins gets in. Well, I mean, go play somebody, you know. And then it's all, well, it's all about the South. It's all about the South. Well, guess what? It is, and you can you can count them down. I mean, the SEC's got 10 teams. ACC's got eight. That's 18 teams. Yep. And out of those 18, 12 of them are number one seeds. 12 are we'll hosting. be hosting. Right. And then, oh, we, we forget about Coastal Carolina down there, so let's make that 13 with 13 number one seeds. I mean, you can just draw a line in our circle and just circle the southeast, <laughs> and that's where everybody seems to be coming from. We joked about the fun belt, but look at the fun belt. They got four yeah, teams four with 39 teams. wins. Yeah. 39 wins, guys, but yeah. they, from but one they, conference. But they do have a number one seed with Coastal. They do so have that. It's not like it was just four teams that are all number four seeds. What you better worry about is where those other four seeds are. Right. That's what you better worry about. And, but then but then you look at the ACC, you know, they got two number two seeds. They got two three number two number three seeds. They got no number fours. The SEC's got, of course, eight number ones and only two, but they're two twos. They got no threes or fours, so somebody's got to be filling them threes and fours. And if you were to rank those three seeds, I think North Carolina being a three seed would be very high, and I it think could, North Carolina could State be, also but, yeah, would be very high. But I think North Carolina's kind of kind of going through that South Carolina thing of some injuries, and they're not playing really well. But you get a couple of days off before you get these regionals started. And one thing I didn't know that I found out, the all number one seeds get to pick the time, time that they want to play. Right. Now, a lot of that's going to be dedicated by the or predicated by the four-letter network and all well, that. Clemson but, picked the early game yeah. uh, well, for, to know, maximize the rest in between yeah, right. game one and game That and plus three. you get get in, get the first game in, get it over with. You're Don't not have to sitting worry about around, right? You're not, or whatever. Yeah, you're not sitting around a hotel room for eight, right. ten hours. Tom, I, I told you how much I like Eric Backage, right? Hey, that's part of his decision too, man. I'm sorry. Oh, I like love Eric Backage for sure, <laughs> and love what, what's going on. But going back to the regions, and I hope we get into each one real quickly. Um, well, I think the toughest region may be Arkansas's region, uh, and I think Arkansas is uh, the, the number three national seed, but they have TCU. And Arizona, TCU has already beaten Arkansas this year. And when you kind of look at some of the uh, sports writers, they, they kind of classify this as one of the toughest regions out there. Zona, Arizona, uh, they beat Stanford, who's one seed in the conference tournament. So there's some quality teams with Arkansas taking on Santa Clara. And then you got TCU taking on Arizona. So that's a tough region, as is the Oklahoma State region out in uh, Stillwater, where they have Dab, um, Dallas Baptist, who tends who to be a mainstay yeah. in, in the tournament. Um, they actually have played Oklahoma State twice this year, and they split. So they're yeah. one and one head to head. So And you, you throw Oral Roberts region. in there, and Oral Roberts seems to some kind of way make Omaha a lot. Jim, I like you what know? you're doing because I've done the same thing. The TCU is who I do have coming out of that region you just talked about. And I've got – there's only one way to say this, guys, and that's Dallas Baptist. 
Dallas Baptist. They're coming out of that. They're coming out of that, <laughs> that Oklahoma State Regional there, I'm telling you. Uh, and, and ORU. Watch well, out. Yeah. Or yeah. Roberts. 46 have, and 11. Yeah. They have yeah. the longest winning streak in the country. Many people, you know, Clemson's hot. They won 16 in a row. But it's actually ORU with the longest winning streak, 18 straight wins for Oral Roberts. 46 and 11, they're solid. Yeah. So that's a tough region. And, you know, how can you talk about the NCAA tournament without talking about the coach for Wake Forest, Tom Walter? Yeah. He's, he's kind of under the radar, but he's, he's netted over 800 wins as a head coach at three different schools, led three different schools to the NCAA tournament. Here's a neat story, guys. A few years ago, twelve years ago, he donated his kidney to one of his one of his players. players. And you know, he's the ACC coach of the year. Wake Forest has the ACC pitcher of the year in Rhett Louder. Uh they're the overall number one seed. They haven't won um, you know, the the number one overall national seed has not won at all since two thousand and nine, that being L S U. So Wake Forest has an uphill challenge, but how can you not um, pull for Wake Forest in this tournament uh, with, with all that information? And they, and they were number one in the nation for a lot of weeks in the year. They was a little bit pitching. of flip-flopping, yep. but it, it, they weren't out of that number one spot for more than a couple of weeks. Um, this you, is just a tough region. You picked Northeastern? I did. I took Northeastern, man. It's, it's yeah. George Mason, Northeastern, and Maryland. Maryland. Maryland's the two-seed. That's They're a really good. And that, and, that goes, good. and that goes back to the old Wake Forest-Maryland ACC rivalry game. Uh, so there, there's a little tradition there, you know, <laughs> if both of those teams can make it to that point. Jim, through these regions, I can promise you, there ain't many ones I'm keeping. Well, let's let's go through it real quick. We got time? <laughs> yeah. Got time. All right, you roll it, man. Um, so that's the Wake Forest bracket. I'm, I'm going with Wake Forest to come out of that with Maryland maybe giving them a scare. What about you guys? Yeah. I'll, I, well, I like Wake Forest coming out of there. Yeah, okay. Chris. Chris likes Northeastern for, because well, they got so many wins. Well, they're actually yeah, they're the three seed. So you want Northeastern? Yeah. That's who I took. Okay. No, All right. I, good deal. I, I, <laughs> would, I think it comes between them and Maryland. So hey, yeah, the madness. It's chaos, man. Yeah. It's chaos. So Chris Wake Forest is the number one overall seed. Alabama's yes. the sixteen. So that bracket is matched up. Alabama is the one seed. They play Nichols the, uh, State. I guess that's who that yeah. is. The that four is. seed. Yeah. And then Boston College, the two seed in Tuscaloosa, taking on Troy. I think if there's one team that can take down Alabama at home, would be Boston College because they have the pitching staff to do it. And when Troy's been hot though here, I was going to say the month of May they have and, just and there's hot. a little bad blood between Alabama and Troy for <laughs> so that 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 could be an interesting game if them two played you each know, other. And that to, for most part, Troy's going to have a little bit of a home field advantage yeah. when they play outside of Alabama. That place yeah. is just going to be rocking. I yeah. made my pick yesterday when I had on all my gear for Troy, and I did take the Trojans. Man, I'm telling you, I I, I want to upset this thing. I'm telling you, I don't think there's that dominant team that's out there in baseball. Wake would be the one that. But I, I don't think you're going to see a lot of these teams. I think yeah. this but is going to be. But Boston College has here. been solid, so they you have, can't count right. them out. I'm going to take Boston College to come out of the Tuscaloosa region. Only an ACC guy would say that. <laughs> Tom Carroll, you're probably no. with him on that. Uh, I am with him. I like Troy and BC. I, I think Alabama is going to fall. On this I one. took Troy. And I'm taking all underdogs, I think. So. <laughs> Let's go down to Coral Gables, where Miami will play Maine, the four seed. Miami, of course, being exactly. the one seed. And then Texas is paired. In that region, as the two seed against Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns. So out of the fun belt, you, that, butter, yeah. you butter bring your hitting bridge. That's exactly right. There'll be a great game with it Texas will. in the in the first first game of that bracket. I like Texas to come out of this bracket. 
That's because they're mad still, Jim, that they're not hosting. But yeah. Texas can be really, really good, or they can be they're very terrible. pedestrian. Who do you think I took? Louisiana. I went fun belt, baby. Yeah, I went fun belt. And I, I wouldn't be far behind I, you. I went well, I'm going to take Miami. I think they have been constant all year, and I think uh, during the regional aspect of it, you need that consistency, and they've got it on both sides, not only in the field as far as defensive goes, but they've been hitting lights out too. Yeah. Good call. They're paired up against the Stanford Regional out in Palo Alto, California. Stanford, the one seed, will play San Jose State, the four seed, and Texas A&M, the two seed out there against Cal State Fullerton, no stranger to the NCAA tournament. This one's too hard to pick for me. Well, that one, that one you start getting down into some of those 30-win games, teams, that the only reason they're in is because of their RPI. They played somebody. Now, they may have lost the games that they played, but it still helped with the RPI. And you got two teams with only 31 wins. And – so, you know, yeah, but like the uh, fun belts, you yeah, know, San Jose State San, and Fullerton, I mean, both they can beat you. They can beat you, yeah. You know Stanford's looking for their third straight trip to the College World Series. They're kind of under the radar. They've been the last two years. They lost in the Pac-12 conference yeah. tournament to Arizona, as we mentioned earlier. I like Texas A&M. I think the SEC tournament took a lot out of them. Yeah. So I think I, can understand I, I think that. going out to the West Coast, I don't know if they can find that juice again this weekend. And I'm going with Stanford. Well, I think too, uh, A and M having to travel to Hoover, and then you got to go back, and then you got to go the other way, the other way. <laughs> yeah. So it's tough. how's that? You know, you're flying through a couple of different time zones, playing in a couple of different time zones. So I'm like you. I think one of the 31 win teams is going to win it, and I took Cal State Fullerton just because yeah. of their premise like in, in the tournament, right. man. They, they're a solid. Well, I'll take San Jose State then if you're going to okay. take Fullerton. Mine's already marked. And I got an ink you can't take off. This is documented, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, LSU down in Baton Rouge, probably the best prospect maybe in the whole tournament. Paul Skeens uh, yeah. can hit 100, 102 mile an hour with his fastball. They open against Tulane. And the two seed down there is Oregon State. They play Sam Houston. I like LSU pretty easily in this region. Yeah, I do too. I mean, Tulane hadn't even got 20 wins on the year. The only way they got in is because they won a tournament. Not so fast, my friend. Not so fast. (laughs) There's another team. I'm about history. I'm an older – I'm a lot older than y'all boys are. Excuse me, Sam. Um, (laughs) You might have me by a little bit. But I'm going to tell you, there's a team that's won it, and that's in Corvallis, and they have won how many national championships? Oregon State. They've won five, I believe. And I I just – I mean – LSU's that team that just goes to sleep, and if they wake up, you're going to get bit. But if you lull them to sleep, like I think a team like Oregon State, um, the fact that Tulane's in there, that's yeah. a joke right there. Yeah. So that's a, that makes that whole region to me is a joke because you put a Tulane team in there that's 19 and 40. Yeah. Um, Tom? Uh, you know, I, <laughs> I got to go with Chris. I like Oregon State. Uh, LSU um, – will probably end up winning this. I think Oregon State will give them a game for it, though. Uh, as far as the other two, you know, no contest. Those LSU and Oregon State are going to win this. No, that, those that, that's Oregon State coming to LSU, coming to Louisiana. Uh, when was the last time they played in a in a baseball game in Oregon? Where it's it was Beavers versus degrees, Gators. That's what where, <laughs> where it was 80 degrees and where it was at least 80 degrees. Right. And, you know, you're going down there, and now you're going to be in the high 80s. And the humidity of 
ridiculous. Their last well, you got to remember Oregon State, it rains all the time anyway. So. Their last yeah, championship, yeah. though, man, I'm telling you, their last championship yeah. was at North Carolina, and they beat the Tar Heels in three games. So, I mean, yep. that was, that's been a long time ago. Well, four years ago, but anyway. What's next, Jim? Where are we going? Uh, let's go to Lexington, Kentucky. Kentucky, the one seed, will play Ball State in the opening game, and then West Virginia's the two seed there against Indiana. I like Kentucky. I know they've been inconsistent, but yeah. and they were one and done in the SEC tournament. But sometimes that bodes well, gets you charged up for the big one here, and I think Kentucky will win. Well, if nothing else, they're going to be rested. Yep. And they're right. going to be at home. Yeah, interesting so. fact with all of this. There's also a big music festival going on in Lexington. No oh, hotels, wow. man. Okay. No hotels. Um, there are no hotels for this game oh, <laughs> within wow. an hour traveling time. So fans will be staying out. Kentucky is charging uh, Ball State, West Virginia, Indiana. Well, they are playing West Virginia, so they'll bring their own couches. They'll they bring, will. Yeah, they'll if bring they their hadn't own. burned them. They will. They'll be <laughs> sleeping they're, in the back of the pickup truck. <laughs> they had moved the dorms they're, up out they're yet. Putting so they them, they're putting them in the dorms, and they're charging them from the dorms. Yeah. Um, but fans are going to have to travel over an hour just to see these wow. games. West Virginia's a good ball club. They, they could sneak in and, and win that region. Indiana could as well. I got Indiana in that one. I'm yeah. like, I, I didn't – I'm telling you, I've watched, SEC takes it out of – and ACC take it out of you every year. And that's what's going to happen in these, these games, yeah. these regions. The conferences are so good. All right. Uh, let's go to Auburn real quick because this is cross-bracketed with the Clemson region. Uh, Auburn, the one seed, will play Penn, the four seed. Southern Miss, the two seed against Samford. Um, Sanford had to win. We were talking before the podcast. They had to win three in a row in the Southern Conference Tournament to get there. They beat Wofford twice. I like I like Auburn. They were in the College World Series last year. I think they get it done down on the Plains. I think Southern Miss might have a little bit to say about that. Yeah, I think they Southern made Miss, it to a Super last year. Yeah, didn't they just yeah. hire a new coach? Didn't the other one retire or something? I can't so remember, got a, but I, I just think they've got a good enough ball team. They're good, that, yeah. uh, 41-17 is pretty yeah, solid. I'll go yeah. with Auburn on yeah. this one too. They've just they've they haven't they've been consistent all year. That's the big thing. They have not been an up or down team, yeah. and they've been injury free. That's yeah, been a big factor. Be Never consistent, thing. Columbia. I'll tell you that. All right, go, let's go to Clemson. Uh, all these teams are hot in the Clemson region. They come in, Clemson, the one seed. They play Lipscomb, who is out of Nashville, and then Tennessee will play Charlotte. Guys, Clemson's won 16 in a row. Tennessee has won 15 of their last 20. Charlotte's won 10 of their last 11. Lipskin's won 17 of their last 23. Well, something's got to give. <laughs> this this one's going to be fun. Tennessee, um, when you look at, at home runs, you're going to be looking at Griffin Meredith uh, that is there. They've also got uh, a guy by the name of Kristen Moore that has been dynamite on the base pass uh, and has been a way to get uh, on base every single time. Uh, he's only second and walks behind Christian Moore that is back there. Uh you know, it, it, the thing about Tennessee, though, is they are really, really good in Knoxville. They are really, really bad. Anywhere else. <laughs> Outside of the city limits. And, you know, that's going to have to change somehow, some way. Um, I don't know if it, it's in the pitching side of it or they just go cold at the bats, but it has been um, kind of I catastrophe I when they've gone out to play somebody else. orange in that stadium is going to help Tennessee or hurt them. Because that whole stadium will be orange. If didn't hurt them in the um, orange wall. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, it didn't bother them. You know, I will say this. I was in Columbia for the doubleheader against South Carolina. I saw Tennessee up close and personal. They are not the team they were last year, but Vitello has recruited very well. They're still a very talented ball club, very capable of winning this region. And it's scary. If you look at Tennessee being in Clemson's region, I'm going to go with the Tigers, but I think it might be one of those Monday-type deals where they have to – 
to, to, to play in the Monday to get it done. Yeah. And of the seven teams that uh, – or seven games that they played other Clemson opponents, they're three and four overall. So, And, you know, it's the, – the worry I have with Clemson is alluding to what Jim said. The 16-game win streak, you lose one, what is your mindset going to be right. to come back? And especially, like, if your first loss is to Tennessee – and all of a sudden, you got to turn around and play them again. Look, Lipscomb is a very good, good ball, ball team. Yeah, I mean, with most every team on this bracket, with the, the team, with the exception of Tulane. <laughs> hey, know, if we're I'm talking old. about you, you're playing pretty good baseball. Um, yeah. You know, we're talking about teams. Tennessee. I think it'll be Charlotte Clemson for it. And ain't Clemson's going to win it. Just I'm going to go Eric Batchett. I think he's going to say right. Clemson. We'll see. we yeah. got Eric Batchett. Yeah. A few more regions to go <laughs> yeah. through. How about yeah. the uh, Florida region down in Gainesville? They're the number two seed overall. Uh, they will host Florida A&M. And then UConn's the two seed. Texas Tech is the three. UConn kind of flies under the radar, man. They've come into Tigertown, eliminated us a couple of times, and done the same, I think, in Columbia once. Got us one time. But George Springer years. I like Florida. I like Kevin O'Sullivan. And yeah, I do too. Their last super region was 2018, yeah. but I think they're due to get back. Yeah. I got UConn. Now, UConn, UConn, UConn <laughs> I'm going to tell, tell you why. Because Carolina had an easy road with Florida for some reason. And that bothered me because this, this 15 seed that we're going to talk about in a minute is not a very good baseball team. And to win two games – Against that Florida team like that, oh, they swept Florida. Oh, that's what I'm saying. That, that's yeah. why I would, no, I'm not touching Sully on that one. Who you want, Stan? <laughs> I mean, um, Stan already gave us his pick. You want Florida, <laughs> Tom? Uh, I'm, you know, I'm going to go with Florida as well. I think they yeah. come out of this one. All right, okay. South Carolina. You mentioned Chris was a lot of controversy <laughs> them getting the 15 C, but their RPI won it for them because yeah. they had a strong RPI. Uh, they will host uh, Central Connecticut State. As the four seed, Campbell, the two seed in that region, will play North Carolina State. Campbell, the number one scoring team in the country. Interesting thing about Central Connecticut State, South Carolina's opening opponent, they have not lost a three-game series all year. So, they've been pretty consistent. Consistent. But just hadn't seen the level of competition they'll right. see in Columbia. Jim, they're hitting 325 as a team, man. For, that's, that's pretty solid for baseball. And just like I said, I just – I. Nope, Stan, I didn't do it. Uh, I, I took the Camels coming out of that region. So I, well, you know, I can the, – the NC State-Campbell game, it's going to be a good It's going to be a good ball game. Yeah. And, and that's a, a, as far as first-day games go. Most of the first-day games you pretty much know. But these two teams, I think, are going to be pretty evenly matched. The only problem with both of them is when was the last time either one of them played in a regional and – you know, can't to advance. I mean, this, this you, big you stakes. Have, you have, yeah, big stakes. You yeah. having to put on your big ball britches now. I like South Carolina to get to their first super regional since 2018. That will pair them up against the Gators in the super end. Yeah. You know they're licking their chops. Well, I'm going to take oh, yeah. the Camels as well, mainly because they got Big South Player of the Year, Lawson Harrell, uh, batting 373, 22 homers, 68 RBIs. Uh, their pitcher, Cade Kohler, is 8-0 as of right now with a 2.8 ERA. Um, they can swing it. But they can, 116 home runs they've hit. They've got 10 yeah. players Founders Park with over 10 home runs. It's a home run to end, man. I like the fact that's a good pick. The problem is they haven't got but the one pitcher. I think South Carolina is yeah. will get it. It's all they need. Get it going. Play, I play took Campbell. Campbell's won four games against yeah. teams you don't think. They beat yeah. Coastal twice. Yeah, twice. They beat North Carolina, NC State. Also, the only team yeah. that they lost to in North in, in the state of North Carolina was Wake. 
this this team plays anybody at any time, and they don't yeah. care who you are. And yeah. I, they're just they well, played the caliber this year. And that's one thing that helped their RPI. Yes, and, it is. And got them into this tournament and got them a number two seed. Really, got a couple more regions. Coastal's region. They are, of course, the national champions from a few years ago. Back in, I think it was 2016, but they yep. will host Ryder. And Duke being the two seed there, UNC Wilmington, who is a lot of people are picking Wilmington to come out of that region. I like the Dukies. I think they may put it together down in Conway over the weekend. I lied to y'all. I thought I wasn't taking a one seed, but I am. I'm taking Coastal. Taking Coastal? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take Coastal, and mainly for the news that came out this week, that Coach Gilmore is going to be retired. I heard that. Uh, mm-hmm. I was and actually has, listening to sports he talk. He has been fighting <laughs> prostate, uh, pancreatic cancer for three years now. Right. And he just feels like it's time to give it up. Sure. I think that's going to be a, a heck of a motivation for those kids. Yep. And a lot of those kids are in-state local products. I mean, coming out of Georgetown, coming out of Aner, coming out of, you know, these – and you look at the high school baseball that's played in that area and – there's some good ball players down there. Coach was on a local sport, well, a statewide sports talk show the other night, and uh-huh. he was talking about this team of freshmen. He said at the beginning of the year, he was just like, oh, my God, this is going to be one of my worst teams yeah. I've ever had. And, you know, they've turned it around, and they've really done uh, some fantastic things. And they're young. Yeah. And you're right. That might be the difference, their motivating yeah. factor there. Uh, make sure I think they he is going to come back for next year for one more year. And they've picked their his successor. Yeah. And yeah. if – if for some miracle that they did win it this year and win it all again and win a national another one, he may step down a year early. And uh, but I, I look for big. I'm like Chris. I look for big things. I, I wouldn't want to play this team. All right. <laughs> well, UNC uh, Wilmington has uh, you know where Coastal has yeah. really good pitching. Duke has really good hitting. Um, you know that UNC Wilmington has both. Yeah. You know, in, in, in watching what they've been able to do. And they're deep. That's the thing. They're deep not only uh, at the pitching, but you know, also in, in, in their lineups. They can move guys around and not really miss much of anything that's there. So uh, that's why a lot of folks are favoring uh, Wilmington Wilmington yeah. out of all of this. Right. And, and, you know, i got to go with the Seahawks as well. I, I, Who I we shot like, me on that one? But, uh, <laughs> call the cardiologist really quick. <laughs> I saw Duke up close at Clemson, and they were physically, and I, I went to a few of the games up there this year, but they were physically the most impressive team that I saw mm-hmm. in person. I just could not believe the Duke baseball team looked like they looked. So that's why I'm picking the Duke East. They might, they, hopefully they'll put it together, but um, pull them for the, the in-state crowd as well. Coastal, well, the Duke has got well. to go down there to the beach. They may not know how to hit Ocean Boulevard, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Virginia uh, up in Charlottesville, they're the one seed playing Army. The four seed, and then East Carolina, the Pirates get sent up to Charlottesville, and then they'll play Oklahoma, who snuck in uh, as an at-large. Uh, a lot of people like East Carolina in this region. I do, too. I, I Call me an ACC homer. I'm going with Virginia and their arms. I like their pitches staff. Tom Carroll does, too. I'm going with East Carolina, too. ACC is going to stay together. All right. I'm not going with East Carolina. I'm going with Virginia. Virginia? No, yeah, he's saying ACC. I'm going East Carolina to come Yeah, I just – I don't – I love watching them host when they host a game. (laughs) I know they're in Virginia, but – It's the wrong Greenville and the wrong state, so – There you go. (laughs) All right, up in Nashville, Vanderbilt plays Eastern Illinois. Xavier, the three seed, plays Oregon, the two seed. I like Vanderbilt. 
They're playing well. They won the SEC oh. tournament. They were not playing well going into the tournament. So we all like Vandy. And then Oklahoma State, we mentioned this being a tough region. We kind of talked about it earlier. They will play Oral Roberts. And then Washington takes on Dallas Baptist, the two seed. Tough, really tough region. <laughs> I got to go with Dallas Baptist in this one. Stan, you got me. I like it. I'm going with the Cowboys, Oklahoma State. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm going with the Cowboys as well. All right. Like them. Hey, have you picked, Chris? Oh, it's Dallas Baptist. Dallas oh, DBU. <laughs> All right. That's not defensive back university. That's <laughs> All right. And then Indiana State is hosting the, the Fighting Larry Birds. Uh, they will play Wright State in the first round. And then North Carolina, the three seed, will take on Iowa. Now, Iowa's a little bit under the radar. This is a very intriguing. I put a big old question mark on this region. I don't know who to pick, honestly. I'm, I'm going with Iowa. Would would uh, North Carolina maybe finish? Iowa's beating LSU this I, year. Yeah, Iowa's one of those teams like we don't hear about them because we're in the south and they're out there in the far right. Midwest. Corn uh, country. But I think I think they've got some corn-fed boys that can hit it and throw it and. I just I think uh, North Carolina's had a little trouble down the stretch, and so that you know I look for that one not to be. I'm looking for Iowa. I mean, I, I, I like Iowa as well. Yeah. I just think that uh, they're a well-rounded team all yeah. over, and and they've been sneaky good. Let's, yeah. let's just call it yeah. what it is because yeah. they've flown under the radar even in all the year. Big Ten tournament. Jim, here's what I need you to do. I'm going to Indiana State, by the way. No, you go. Yes, well, sir. I was going to say, go ahead and mark I, I it. pencil mine in so I can go back to the No, but what I'm saying is, you already had said you had a, a question mark with it. You're, I'm going to Iowa, so go You're ahead going and go Okay. Let's make it a three. I like the Hawkeyes, but I, I'm going with the home crowd. Yeah. And then we mentioned the tough, what we thought might be the toughest, toughest region. region. Arkansas, yeah. Santa Clara, a 1 4 matchup, and then TCU, Arizona, a 2 3 matchup. I like Arkansas to win that region. Although Santa Clara, their opponent, has a eight game winning streak. Coming into this regional, but I'm I'm, I'm kind of along the lines of you. I think Arkansas can win this. I think the number two team, and that being TCU, has a good chance to get through there. And it's just uh, you know, winning breeds winning. And when when you have a like your football team's winning, then the other guys want to win too. They don't want the football team to get all the glory. Yeah. That's right. Arizona will be the first team out in this region, uh, much like Alabama softball, uh, yeah. just a little oh, overrated. Yeah, I, yeah. I hear you, yeah. Tom. I'm yeah. trying. I'm squinting over to see the now. Arizona will be the first team. Well, out. now you know, I, and and I don't know if it would have made a difference, but we all know that Montana Fouts hurt her knee, and she did not pitch today. So, oh, you uh, jumping over to softball already? Yeah, well, she can pitch from a wheelchair, no, man. I mean, That's what you got to I mean, do. You know, I'm uh, taking TCU, by the way. But okay, TCU. Yeah, I'm taking TCU. I got Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. That I think the fun, SEC, guys. man, I'm telling you, I think it's just – It's just yeah. going to be a lot of fun well, the next few days. Well, yeah. I'm, I agree with Tom that the committee did a real good job. They other did. than the one team, and that's Tulane. And I feel like there's somebody out there that really kind of got the shaft, so to speak. And Well, I they took someone's spot by winning the conference right, tournament. Right, right. Hey, they did what they had to do. They did what they had, and, and you'll have to hand it to them. But it's like Tom saying Arizona's going to be first. It might be <laughs> Tulane first out. You know, I don't think so. Uh, Arizona think to me, yeah. 
Arizona's just they're they're living in the past, I think. In, in that's a tough region, guys. Yeah, you know Arizona was the team that Carolina was going for their third national mm-hmm. championship yeah. out back in 2012. Yeah. Arizona was the team that, that put them out. Yep. Yeah. I remember, but they so. still finished second. So they did. It took them three games to do it, but you know, uh, before we get off baseball, we got to mention North Greenville and. The defending Division Two national champions, they have had a very successful season, and now they're going forty-seven and nineteen. Pretty they're, good. They're going back to the D two and Cary, North Carolina, and I guarantee you there'll be a lot of North Greenville people in that stadium. Yeah, you're yes. right. Sunday's game, um, I'm not sure what the time is that they're going to be. But, yeah, the Vikings are the number seven seed and have just uh, – I'm not going to say they played well. They haven't blown anybody out get, getting to this championship game. But it's one where uh, Augustana University is, is – you can't take them lightly. Yeah. And, no. you know, Christian Powell, year in and year out, he should be coach of the year again this yeah. year, I would think, in Division Two. And he knows baseball and he knows what it takes to win at that level. And even probably it. the next level. I mean, he's played D1 ball. He He's played in the majors for years. He knows what it takes mentally and physically to get you where you want to be. And he's doing it with hometown products. I mean, he's doing it with South Carolina boys, and you got to be happy for him. I mean, you said it best. Success breeds success. success and, yeah. And, and having – Going through that last yeah. season, I don't know what their roster is to turnover and all that, but it's got to help their mindset going well, back. Any team that gets that, that far, you know, they're going to be, especially in this day and time, and I don't want to get Chris fired up about this, but <laughs> I'm going to say it. Uh, you know, in this portal age, I mean, you could have a kid out in California that's playing at Cal State Fulton and says, well, we got beat. I don't want to play here no more. This guy over here's done one. He could possibly say he wins the second one. He's, oh, I think I'll just transfer to this little old town in the in the mountains of South Carolina and go win me a national championship. <laughs> oh, Landon Powell did that. And, and, and Landon and Landon did play out in California. He did. So there's some connections there, and I guarantee you there he he hit some camps out there. Some for somebody that some kid when he was seven years old idolized a guy and now he's getting maybe finishing up his first or second year in school and I think I might give Coach Powell a call. He got he a Duke, he got a Duke hey, picture by the way. While, while you were talking I was looking at the tail of the tape on some of these yeah. teams. There, there's some good teams in this D2 World oh, yeah. Series. Oh yeah. This it's, is not going to be handed to, to North no, Green. No, it's not. So Angelo State hitting 346 as a team. A team. Yeah. Wow. And look at the ERA while you got it. Yeah. ERA <laughs> Under four, three point four five, which is better than North Greenville. So you're knocking the crap out of the ball, and you're pitching. Yeah. And you're pitching well. <laughs> Landon, Landon, I like you saying, man. Let's do it again. I'm gonna be pulling for Landon Powell, but, guys, but man. I mean, Greenville will have a little bit of an advantage coming into Cary, North Carolina. I mean, you got teams flying all the way from. So they hit 109 oh, home runs. Yeah. By far the um, leader of the eight teams that are left in in the um, D2 World Series. But you didn't get to this. They play gorilla ball. Yeah, you didn't get to this eight like the lead eight you could call them if you weren't good. That's right. It, it, you're not going to sneak into a college World Series. You're just not going to do it. There's too many. Just like with the brackets with D1, 
you're going to have to beat a lot of good ball clubs. You're going to see a lot of good arms, and you're going to see cats that can hit it. And, and then it's the defense. Uh, who can who has the fewest errors? Mm. And there's a lot of local baseball players that can contest to yep. North Greenville because – Erskine and Lander both yeah. ended up playing uh, and losing all of the games yeah. against that squad. And it, it's, uh, you know, I just think it's great for the state. I mean, oh, it, it's great. And, it and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call out some of the local TV news stations about stuff like this. When, <laughs> when the stuff was put out Monday, I'm watching the 6 o'clock news on a certain station, and I'm not going to call the name, but, you know, give a minute to Clemson, give a minute to South Carolina, and then all of a sudden, oh, yeah, and Coastal's got a regional too. Um, you know, no mention of North Greenville doing anything. And, they're in the back and, and you're saying, dude, come on, cover the state. I mean, it's like we get on the index all the time. Uh, do your job. You know, you're getting paid. Well, they start Sunday. Yep. Looks like 6 o'clock, North Greenville will play the last of the four games in that opening round. Yeah. And can you imagine? They're the two seed. And yeah. Around this area, Clemson or Carolina, either, anybody makes it to Omaha. Before that first game that they see in Omaha, you're going to see a 30-minute special on the same news channel that wouldn't hardly mention anybody else. Where's the Division Two TV Look, game? I agree. I, Is hey, it I a agree. TV game? There. My son where plays D two baseball. I, you're preaching to you the know, choir. You know where are you going? Where where are you going to find the D two championship game at? Is it going to be on TV? I think it the, was the last championship year, game but will it was, be, but none of these others. No, I mean you can go I mean, to ESPN plus plus. Well, you could. Well, much like the ES, Division two basketball yeah. was, you can go to Division two NCAA and and find it there. Find no it somewhere, it yeah. But it's going to be streaming and. The quality's not going to be what it would be at a D1 level. But well, you may have uh, a Graham Simpson that's pretty yeah. doggone good that yeah. can fill where guys that. get their um, <laughs> training. Yeah. <laughs> Stan, I appreciate that, man, because uh, you, you were really good with me about when you said the Indian Journal because I have paneled them for, what, a month or two now, and they, yeah. finally, they start showing up to do things. So, you know what? I think Julia and the rest of that crowd is going to hear you, and they're going to follow you now. They're going to say, <laughs> we got stuff in Tigerville to, to go and take care of. So, But anyway – Tom Carroll, great podcast as always, yeah. buddy. Jim Steele. Appreciate it, guys. Thank yeah. you all for having yeah. me on. Make sure to catch Keep Jim's coming podcast. Back. As, long as, we got, as long as we got baseball playing, you're welcome to come back. And ribeye steak sandwiches. Yep. Yes. Every Thursday. Right here at Howard's on May. I want to thank Howard and his staff as well. Caroline getting the job done. She's not paying any attention no, to us. B-Rad, you got the Tigers this weekend? Hey, B-Rad, of course. He's the one with the Tigers. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, Brownell's the only one that said let him know whenever yeah. B-Rad yeah. picks yeah. Clemson basketball. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, I just wanted you're to right with sure. football and baseball. Yeah. <laughs> All right, come by, visit good folks here at Howard's on May. Make sure to check out uh, Jim Steele's podcast, The Coach's Chair, usually on Sundays and Wednesdays. Uh, you can catch it uh, as well. And uh, if you can't get it, we'll put a link on our uh, Facebook page. You can get to it there. I'll crawl well. share that one. All right. I'll do that. As always, Stan Spivey, thanks so much for joining us. Excuse Chris Cox. I'm Tom Carroll, and we are the Lakeland Sports Guys. Have a good one.